1944, my grandfather crossed the Atlantic to join the European campaign of World War II. He rarely spoke of the war in any detail, but upon the passing of both my grandfather and grandmother, his belongings were left to me. The following podcast consists of readings from two primary sources. The first is a battle journal of the 489th Armored Field Artillery Battalion in the 7th Armored Division of the United States Army. The second source is the letters my grandfather, Jack Ginther, sent to my grandmother, Betty Jane Ginther. Some of the sentiments expressed will seem out of date. I have done my best to transcribe the letters, but that in and of itself is a challenge. Also, I apologize for my pronunciation of certain villages and cities cited in the documents. I wish my grandparents were still here so that I could have a dialogue about the contents contained within this material, but this one-way conversation will have to do. From the Battle Journal of the 489th Armored Field Artillery Battalion, 7th Armored Division, United States Army. The 2nd of December, 1944, dawned cold and rainy with an oppressive grayness over everything. Enemy artillery was very active, firing heavy concentrations over the towns of Beck and Lindern. At 1500, the Germans counterattacked northwest of Lindern with tanks and infantry, and First Lieutenant Francis T. Blanchette, forward officer, adjusted the 489th and six other battalions on the German formation, forcing them to withdraw toward Randerath in some confusion. Enemy artillery continued pounding our front-line towns all day and across the flat expanse of terrain. Fires were visible all along the horizon. During the early evening, B Company withdrew to Immendorf to reorganize. The third was another cold, wet day with a strong wind whipping across the treeless plain. Observation posts were established in Linnick and six registration missions were fired. A total of only 148 rounds for the day. The first two enlisted men to give battlefield appointments had their gold bars pinned on by the division artillery commander, Colonel Orville Martin. Lieutenant G. Ritter, former battalion survey sergeant, was assigned to Battery B, and Lieutenant Donald R. Bauer, former recon corporal of B Battery, was assigned to Battery C. Note, Staff Sergeant Eugene Davis, liaison pilot, received the first battlefield appointment, of the battalion in October 1944. The 4th was a day of intermittent rain and sun with a freak hailstorm about noon. A few missions were fired from the operation at Linnick, and recon was made for a possible operation at Sugarath. Our battalion area was shelled intermittently all day with three men from Battery A, PFCs Stinson, Bramlett, and Erklands being injured slightly. At about 2200 in the evening, a stray round hit an ammunition trailer in the Battery C area, destroying 18 rounds of smoke. A squad under the direction of Sergeant Ford Calcote and Corporal Henry Kendrick shoveled wet mud on the numerous small fires and by quick alert action saved a considerable amount of ammunition. Lieutenant George K. Tannum, forward officer and two-time holder of the Silver Star, was evacuated due to ulcerated stomach. Letter from my grandfather, December 4th, 1944, Germany. My darling, I wrote you a letter on December 2nd, and it has been returned to me. It got caught in a fire, so I'll rewrite the whole thing plus a little more. To begin with, I received letters number 29 through 38 the other day. About 60% of your writings was about elections. I'm sure glad they are over. I figure your mother feels quite bad now that Roosevelt is back in for another four years. 
Betty, here is a mess card I had on the Queen Mary. Each officer had one which we had to show each time we went to mess. I never had such nice treatment as I did coming across on that ship. So the refrigerator is finally sold. You really made a nice profit on it. Personally, I'm glad it is sold. Lord knows when we would have had a chance to use it again. You seem to be having a lot of trouble with your practicing on the organ. Maybe you better get a key to the church. Anyway, honey, I'm glad you're doing it, but I don't think you will ever use it after I come home. Betty, did you ever send me any chocolates? I have never received any. Please send some, will you? Janie, did I ever describe a German town to you? Well, I'll try, even though I am not much on description. Well, honey, as you enter a town, you will find tank traps and many mines. There you will notice that the buildings have all been bombed or blown up by artillery. You cannot find one single house that is not completely destroyed, even to the household furniture. Every soldier goes through to see if he can locate something for his personnel or section's use. So by the time we have been through and gone, there isn't one single item left anywhere. Everything is okay by me. The new job is just as nice as the old one, and Milner isn't half as hard to please as I understood him to be. I sure hope it pays off for us. We could stand a little break, couldn't we? Betty, that is all the news I have. I sure am getting awful lonesome for you. Each night I wonder about you and what we could be doing. Also, I'm hungry for a banana cream pie with graham cracker crust. Be good, honey, and take good care of yourself. All my love, Jack. From the Battle Journal of the 489th Armored Field Artillery Battalion, 7th Armored Division, United States Army. It was all quiet along the front on the 5th of December, 1944. Future action with the 102nd Infantry Division in a crossing of the Roar River near Linnick was anticipated, and so observation of that sector was developed. A total six missions were fired throughout the period with 30 rounds expended. The 6th saw a complete lull. No missions were fired whatsoever. Lieutenant Donald J. Stelma, Tech 4 Rex E. Cheshire, and Sergeant Leo T. Petrosky left for a 30-day leave of absence in the States as a reward for work well done. Letter from my grandfather. December 6, 1944. Germany. My darling, the eve before Pearl Harbor... Do you remember three years ago tomorrow? That was some Sunday dinner after we heard that Japan had started the war. Well, darling, maybe this will be over soon. I sure hope so. There isn't much to report. Everything's the same. I sure want you to write Clem and let her know that for once I received the Bronze Star Medal before her husband. That will get her for sure. Mom wrote and said you had taken Grandma to Grand Rapids for the winter. I hadn't received any news of that. Is that so? Betty, what do you think of putting some money in a savings account in Galen? If you think it's a good idea, do so. I sure don't like to carry too much in a checking account. In savings, you draw a little interest, not much, but it would probably be better. If you do do that, I want it to be joint with me. You can use the power of attorney to do that. Let me know your decision. Honey, I'm going to close. Be good. I love you, and will continue to take good care of myself, so I can return the same to you. All my love, Jack.